Welcome to the Prophetic Bread Podcast. I am your host, Raphael Yeshaya. I bring prophetic revelations on finances and personal growth. If you are here, it's because God has brought you here by power of the prophetic. And I hope you have a blessed. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, copy the share link of this podcast, and share it with as many prophetic people as you can because God, God speaks. speaks. And he lives. You gotta focus on your personal growth. Psalm 37 from the verse 1 and on says, Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious for those of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But then, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. And oh my gosh, this chapter is huge. You read by yourself later. My friends, if there is one thing that I learned in life while being a Christian, is that waiting upon the Lord is the hardest thing that someone could ever do. And it doesn't matter if you are a pastor, a prophet, an apostle, or all these fancy names that Christians love having. You are still a human being and you have a lot of emotions. And what are you lacking of right now? Look at yourself. Maybe everything that you need is a hug. Everything that you need is a kiss. And many need even more than a kiss. They need a mouth kiss. I don't know with whom I'm talking to, but I feel like God may be speaking to some of you guys right now. Single people out there crying out that the stones will become bread. A lot of you, a lot of us, have physical needs. And... Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that people love pretending like everything is fine. Everything is okay. Nothing. You should never worry about anything because God is in control. But let me tell you, leaders, I love talking to leaders, you know, because this is the real meat right here. We all have physical needs. We all have it, you know, maybe like, we do everything for God, everything for the Lord. We pour out our hearts towards Him and we really love Him. 
But sometimes, like, at the end of the day, everything that you need is really, like, someone hugging you and telling you how precious you are, how beautiful you are. No, Like, someone to notice, like, oh, wow, you have such a nice cologne. I mean, in my case, I don't need to hear anything like this, but, like, some people do. Like, oh, you have a nice perfume. I like the way you speak. I like the, the, the vibes of the sound of your voice. Because, like, at the end of the day, everybody is just a human being. We like to get our needs supplied. And needs are not only, like, financial needs. We have our needs like human beings. And God knows that. That's why David wrote this chapter of the Bible here on Psalm 37. I love this verse. Like, verse 3, so beautiful, like, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That's one of the best passages that anyone could ever hear. God cares for your stuff. God cares for your stuff. And he brought you here right now to remind you that he cares for you. What is this thing that you have right now that is kind of bothering you and you feel like, oh God, I really need to have this supplied so bad. I need it. God cares. But what happens is that every time that we focus on the things that we don't have, we forget to do and work on the things that we can have. So, most of the time when one of our needs are not supplied, we forget that we can work on some things to make our lives better, our lives better, or lives better, lives better. We can work on our life and make it look a lot better, but then because we are so distracted with anxiety, we are so distracted with like things that we don't have, we forget to focus on the things that we can work on. And that's why anxiety takes over. Anxiety takes over the moment that we forget to work on the things that we can work on. We got to work on the things that we have right now. Work on the things that you can work on right now. And these things are usually things that most of us are not paying attention right now because our attention goes so deeper into things that we don't have, anxiety takes over. And we go like, oh my gosh, what should I do? Well, the Bible says, listen, this is super cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna translate and I'm gonna give you the revelation on this chapter. When David says to not fret because of those who are evil. When David says to not be envious of those who do wrong. When David says, for like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. And when David says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. What is he saying? He's telling us, focus on working on your personal growth. Focus on what you got already. 
God gave you few things for you to work on. And you got to work on these things. And you know what they are. Did God ever give you a promise? That God ever gave you? Did God ever? Yeah, God. did he ever give you? Or did he ever? Yeah, did he ever give you like a promise? Did he give you like a dream? What is this thing that God gave it to you that kind of made you think that you are great? You are great. You are awesome. Because he is awesome. He put all his awesomeness inside of your spirit. And he wants you to understand that the moment you embrace greatness, your enemies will show up eventually. Why aren't you successful yet? Why aren't you... You talk so much about like... Um, I don't know. Come up with something, right? What is this thing that people love pointing you out? What is it? He is so fat. She is so fat. And this is a great offense for women, by the way. You know, they never, like, uh, I don't know, never have a breakthrough on whatever. Like, think about something. Think about something that you're struggling with. Man, this guy or this girl is always broke, always poor, never succeeds financially whatsoever. Man, this person never gets married. My goodness, what's happening with this person, right? So you think about something that people kind of try to think and judge you right there. Why are they judging you? They are judging you because your light is bothering them. That is the reality. People are trying to hurt you because you, without noticing, are offending them with your light. And every time that you spread out light, every time you ex explode light, every time that you are focused on becoming something that God has called you to do, your enemies will automatically feel bothered by it. And they will come up with all sort of judgment because you are shining. That's the reason why you're coming through these trials right now. Because the enemy knows that if he doesn't do anything, you will succeed. When David says, trusting the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture, he is saying for me and you, for us all, work on your personal growth. Work on the things that you have already. Don't focus so much on the things that you don't have. God will give it to you. That's what the psalm says. God will give you whatever you need. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you like. The Bible says that God will give it to you. He will give it to you. You know one of the crazy passages in the Bible that I kind of think about so much? <laughs> Let me see if I find it right here. Um, this is pretty crazy stuff. God told David... <laughs> Let me see if I find this because this is something that... It gets me very intrigued, you know. Let me see if I find this. This is going to be very hard for me to find this. But there's a passage in the Bible right here. <laughs> that even to this day, it gets me thinking a lot, you know. Uh, let me see if I find it here for you guys to take a look at it. For you guys who, nobody's listening to this right now. I don't even, I don't even check is there anybody watching this nobody's even watching this zero viewers right here but listen to you guys in the future that will be listening to this thing right 
um, when when Nathan rebukes David, right? Let's let's take a look on this passage of the Bible here. Second Samuel chapter twelve. It says, "The Lord sent Nathan to David. When he came to him, he said, okay. Then he told the analogy and everything." And then, like, on verse 7, it goes like, Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anointed you king over Israel. I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave your master's house to you and your master's wives into your arms. I gave you all Israel and Judah. And this is kind of crazy stuff. If all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. This is kind of crazy, right? Why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore... The sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be your own. So, this is crazy, man. Because, like, on the verse 7 here and 8 and 9, God's saying that if David needed more wives, he was okay giving it to him. That's crazy. He was like, verse 8, I gave your master's house to you and your master's wives into your arms. And I gave you all Israel and Judah. And if all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. No, seriously, there is no theologian, no like doctor in theology. Absolutely nobody that could ever come up with something saying like, no, this is not what the scripture says. Actually, right here, God told David, if you wanted to have more women, I could give it to you. So, I'm not kidding you guys. I'm not making up heresy. Psalm 37, verse 3, 4, and 5. That's what it says. It goes like, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Whatever you are coming through right now. And if you have like a strong need, like everybody has physical needs. Everybody has like something that they really want to have from the Lord. And they go like, oh God, help me, you know. He's going to give it to you. Seriously, whatever that is. What do you need? Do you need a wife? Do you need a husband? Do you need like more money in the bank? Do you need kids? You don't have, you have been married, been married for like 10 years. No kids. Uh, do you need, like, what do you need? You need businesses. You don't want to work anymore? You, are you tired of having a job? Quit. Seriously. But if you want to become great, God is there for you. You don't want to have a job anymore? God is saying, fine. You want to have a business? Go for it. Whatever you need in life, that's what David said. So, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. God is literally saying that whatever you need in life, 
I will be there to give it to you if you only commit your way. So what is committing our ways to the Lord, right? Well, this is kind of crazy because you go like, what is this that I have to commit my ways to God? What is this that I have to commit myself to the Lord? What is this that I have to kind of give it away to God? Well, it means that it has nothing to do with like being obedient to like, uh, you know, like uh, a call. Like it goes beyond that. It has nothing to do with like... Uh, being smart and not committing a uh, sin and then living like a sinless life actually goes beyond and above that. So uh, let's go back to like Psalm 91, right? Psalm 91 says that whoever rests under the, sh the shadow of the Almighty, this person will be secure. What does that mean? Listen, why does it say that Whoever rests under the shadow of the Almighty. And this person will be secure. Because God is always walking. He's always on the loose. He's always moving. So, whoever rests under the shadow of the Almighty. It means that whoever is smart enough to discern the moment he walks out, he walks in, he sits, he sleeps. No, he never sleeps, but he sits, he gets up. The, the person who discerns the times, the person who discerns his moments will be safe. It has nothing to do with like just chilling forever. He's always moving. He's always doing something. So to rest under his shadow means that the person has to discern the times. The person has discerned the moment. The person has discerned when he's going to do his thing. And every time that you see God doing his thing, what do you need to do? Then you have to rest under the shadow. So it means that God is always doing something different. He's always working on something. He's always moving towards some goals target he's always targeting something and because of that target he's always moving constantly so committing our way to the lord means that we need to be obedient to whatever he's speaking to that season it means that he's gonna give a lot of crazy directions for you to follow through and you gotta walk on that and every time you walk on these paths you will have tremendous success that's why, like, some people never have a breakthrough in life. They go, like, well, I never have a breakthrough in my life, you know? I never, like, never changes anything. Why? Why? Why is this happening? Well, this is literally happening because the person is not, like, you know, committing his ways to the Lord. The person has to commit their ways to the Lord, period. Like, meaning that they have to discern the time. They have to discern when God is doing that, his thing and then following through with the plan. That's what it means. And to discern the plan, we need to be walking on in the spirit. I have so many examples to give right now, but I don't want I don't know if I want to confuse people. But if you only commit yourself to the Lord, meaning that you have to discern the times. And you can only discern the times by being in the spirit. It will come. It will come to you. It will come 
big time. Why that? Why would that come to you? Why would that come to you in a mighty way? Why? Well, I'm gonna close it up with uh, Habakkuk. I think hopefully that's that's right. Chapter two. When the Lord told to the prophet, he was like, so chapter two from verse two to three that says, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Every time that you commit yourself to the Lord and you walk on his paths and you go forward and you move forward, things will happen to you. You will see it, but you got to discern the times and you got to discern when he speaks. That's it for now, my friends. I hope you will share this podcast with everybody that God puts inside of your heart and never forgets. God, and never forget, I'm sorry. God, God speaks, speaks and he lives. Hey, that's awesome that you stayed until the very end of this podcast today in our episode. I hope to see you by next week. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Prophetic Bread and share this content with as many people as possible because you might be the answer of somebody else's prayer. Someone out there is looking to get the answers that you just got for your personal growth. That's it, my friends, for now. And never forget, God speaks and he lives.